Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer, and today I have with me Palaksha, journalist, and he has found something very interesting happening in the National Stock Exchange, and it has to do with a Chinese individual, David Soy. And I want to set the context here before uh, we, uh, you know, start this hangout. So first, let's welcome. Palak Shah. Palak, Namaskar and welcome to P Guru's channel. Namaskar Shri, thank you very much for having me here on your channel. I remember exactly I was here after we broke the story on Chitra's uh, uh, yogi who was running the exchange and uh, yes, interesting developments. Yes, indeed. So I have a couple of observations. You know, if there is a technically intensive entity such as the National Stock Exchange, and they feel that there is some subject matter expert who can essentially solve a problem for them. They would get somebody. And in this case, they happen to be getting David. So I am playing the devil's advocate here, Palak. So, uh, I mean, they, usually you, you look to New York or NYSC, NASDAQ. Those were the guys who have been the forerunners. But, you know, NSC seems to have looked in towards China. What is the... You know, does this, does this person have credentials of being good at solving high-frequency trading related back-end problems? Or I'm just trying to search for the reason for, you know, NSC contacting him. Yeah, Sri. Uh, so the story is that uh, this uh, person, David Soy, actually is a very mysterious character. Mm. When you are running a stock exchange on the scale of the National Stock Exchange, which is one of India's and world's largest derivative marketplace where billions of dollars worth of trading happens daily. You don't pick and choose people, uh, you know, on your personal whims and fancy. You have to basically consider people with high credential. Uh, you have to do a rigorous background check of those people. Now, the story goes that uh, sometime around 93, there was this company called as International Securities Consultancy, uh, you know, which was run by three or four people. One was a Sri Lankan uh, national. I will tell you her name. Uh, it was Sue Selvin. Sue Selvin, uh, you know, who was uh, a Sri Lankan. Sue Se then Suzanne Selvin, basically. Suzanne Selvin, sometime around 96 or 97, she married a Pakistani army general and uh, you know <laughs> all the usual su suspects seem to have congregated in the same place <laughs> yes yes so so you see this chinese uh, uh, you know david soy was a partner of suzanne uh, you know selvin khan so basically if you see if you if you have uh, studied the global espionage uh, scenario how this intelligence agencies work is they always are in lookout for such people, you know, who can penetrate the system of any country or a large business organization easily, you know, uh, who have a facade created, uh, you know, to penetrate those systems. So this David Soy and Suzanne Selvin Khan are one such kind of a facade. Uh, you know, if you if you just study them, you will know that they've been used or they can be used or could have been used by the intelligence agencies of countries who are actually trying to harm India. And, uh, you know, Pakistan and China top that list. So uh, it so happened then that when 
sometime around when Susan Selwyn married a Pakistani uh, army general, her services were discontinued by the National Stock Exchange. To, uh, you know, I do not know whether they knew that she has married and hence that was the reason that they discontinued her service or it was something else. But I will tell you, while they discontinued her service and, uh, you know, her partner's service, they still kept this David Soy uh, as a consultant for 30 long years. Now, there is another Give background. 30 years, 30 Yes, yes. Nearly 30 long years. Now, there is a background to this. China is a country which has got a bad name globally. It is known, uh, you know, there are several legal cases against Chinese nationals. And, uh, you know, it has been established uh, by a lot of reports that China tries to steal uh, confidential data, government data, corporates data, intellectual property. And that is how they have built their technology and systems. Uh, so, you know, going by that standard, I mean, when you're running an exchange like National Stock Exchange, you have to do certain background checks and you cannot allow people, uh, you know, who, who have such kind of credentials. And this David Soy is a very shady character. You see, I tried to find out his LinkedIn profile has been deleted. The companies where he was serving for more than 20 years are all dissolved now. So if you... if so this is a classic setup of an intelligence agency where they earlier created a facade and they could easily, uh, you know, remove the trace of that facade when you go find, uh, try to find out the trail of that peop- uh, that person. So this is some kind of an operation. And now in the, you know, I will tell you there is, uh, NSC has had several such lapses at, uh, you know, all the levels. So when, when Susan Thomas was getting data from the National Stock Exchange. She did not have a PhD degree. Her PhD degree is a fake. So, you know, these are the kind of people whom you have allowed and given confidential information about the exchange. And David Soy was one such person. I mean, which country in the world allows a Chinese to get so close to the core technology uh, of your stock exchange where billions of dollars are traded. There is some kind of a background check. So all this was not done. And this David Soy, I am told, visited the National Stock Exchange uh, almost every fortnight or every month. And he had the blueprint and uh, an insight into the core working of NSE systems. And the entire colocation scam at NSE has more to do with data theft. There are stockbrokers who came uh, to trade on NSE and who had their presence in international jurisdictions, including Hong Kong. In such a, and they all are suspect for money laundering and several other such activities. So in such a scenario, how do you allow a Chinese national whom even the present government is trying to keep away and almost all the governments in the past have right to keep away from India because of the reputation that China carries of, uh, you know, trying to do espionage everywhere. Recently, we saw news where the Chinese embassy fitted some uh, listening devices in thermal mugs and gifted it to Israel, Israeli government. I mean, this is the reputation that China carries. So I am amazed and it is very shocking 
that people who are running the national stock exchange did not do any kind of check not only that sebi failed the securities and exchange board of india failed in doing these kind of checks and balances because they should have known uh, who is being consulted in a in a order which was released by sebi sometime after 2012 this david uh, david soy's name was mentioned they could have immediately asked how you are allowing allowing a chinese guy inside your uh, sensitive trading systems because china for long has reputation of stealing data and building their technology using that data in any manner possible so i think that uh, is the sensitive nature of this story and uh, you know nobody in this nobody globally allows uh, you know chinese nationals to come close to uh, their confidential systems and you know other such where where uh, the intellectual property rights are involved so i think uh, you know it was a very reckless manner in which national stock exchange was being run and i don't know how long i can tell you 30 years for sure that david soy has continued to be a consultant uh, for nsc now i don't know how long he continued even after chitra ramakrishna left the exchange so all this is a matter is a subject matter of deep investigations and i think uh, you know the investigations should happen on this aspect as well um couple of things that come to my mind palak is that uh, i'm curious what kind of hardware is installed in nse servers if they are using anything that is built in china and if that happens to be also um, a company called supermicro which was caught with having small uh, chips which were uh, you know placed in place of line capacitors and these chips would go and look at what are all the data that was coming across and then they would take a dump and send it back home you know if if you remember watching that movie et extraterrestrial you know uh, it, it's something like that it, et the the et will call home to say where it is and the same thing was alleged in in case of these uh, servers from a company called supermicro supermicro is an american company it made its name as a server manufacturer now what has happened was you know these days nobody does it anything they create a name and then it gets sub- subcontracted so supermicro in china subcontracted the manufacturing of their server board they call them server uh, uh, there's basically rack servers with uh, there's a specific name for it anyway they they they, they put this uh, uh, server boards and these boards would periodically go let's say if it was on amazon they would look at all the different websites that amazon was posting because everybody uses linux it's called lamp stack linux apache mysql and php that means anybody who's using this china could figure out what was the uh, the company that was hosting its website on amazon could look at it and and they they were basically stealing the data and when this was discovered everybody has to dump including amazon and apple both these companies were guilty of that there's a very big story on this by bloomberg they went from very basic levels and then went into the depth and explained what it is now if nsc was also using this called server blades now i remember they're called server blades if they were using blades made in china 
and if they had not done adequate checking to see if the data was going out, I mean, I am just trying to put two and two together. I have no um, facts to back up what I am saying. But if somebody is coming every two weeks, what was he doing there? That is one question that people should be able to tell. What exactly was he doing? What was the reason for a spy to come every two weeks? Was he coming and then taking something? Like you said, data theft? Yeah, Sri. So that is the uh, whole aspect that needs to be investigated properly. Especially because this David Soy, if you see globally, uh, he had no other big clients, uh, you know, that can be talked about. The only clients that he had were in Hong Kong or China. Uh, I'll tell you, People's Bank of China is mentioned as one of the clients of uh, David Soy. Uh, then the Shanghai Stock Exchange is mentioned as one of the clients of David Soy. So you imagine, uh, you know, do you, do you think that the Chinese government will let anybody come close to their uh, core technology or uh, systems whom they don't trust? This is a communist regime that has been ruling China and all they are interested in is stealing your data. So in, in that scenario, uh, you know, I think this needs a very deep investigation. They need to investigate all the aspects of, you know, what all happened with this guy. Were there proper agreements in place, uh, you know, to hire him as a consultant? Because we have seen that in collocation scam, there was... Uh, you know, data was being stolen from the National Stock Exchange and there were no proper agreements between the researchers and the exchange. The researchers showed some agreements to SEBI which had no date, no stamp, no notary, uh, no proper stamp paper. They were just piece of chits and they were being classified as agreements. So we need to see what kind of an agreement uh, the National Stock Exchange had with David Soy and the likes. Were there anybody were there others who were involved in, uh, you know, such kind of uh, sensitive work? And David Soy had sensitive work because I will tell you, my information is that when the National Stock Exchange started getting complaints about the TCPIT uh, co-location trading systems and they decided to change to uh, multicast trading systems, which is a mode of data dissemination, they took advice of David Soy. David Soy was completely involved into it. So we need to know what was the nature of his involvement in at NSC in the past 30 years. What is the kind of access he had to uh, at NSC? And I was told that uh, in the early 2000s or maybe late 90s, he was paid $1,000 per day. So later on, it might have increased to 10000 Who knows? But that's an, you know, in the early 2000s, $1,000 per day is an obscene amount. So, so it all these things show that you know he was an important person who was who had access uh, to the National Stock Exchange. More important is to find out how he got appointed. Whose recommendation was that? I will tell you. One of his major clients was also uh, National Services Depository Limited (NSDL). Now, NSE and NSDL, <laughs> NSE and NSDL are two big organizations who have suffered massive scams in the past. NSDL suffered a major IPO scam in the past. It was all about data. It was all about trading system. It was all about the technology and it was all about the systems. 
so what was david soy doing at nsdl we need to know that those who have been uh, you know who are considered as key suspects in the nse data theft and colocation scam were on the board of the uh, board of nsdl were they driving david soy or david soy was driving them what was really happening so all these aspects need to be investigated and you see what kind of a mystery surrounds the david this david soy you try to find out about him you won't get anything you won't get anywhere the trace has been deleted so the trail has been deleted so you know all this and the fact is that nsc scam is all about data theft uh brokers trade having uh, you know their presence in multiple jurisdictions and money laundering so this is all you know different angles of uh, nsc colocation scam and in that when you allow a chinese guy and uh, such deep access to your trading systems and give him the blueprint i mean what is left to you know in this what is more left to know in this so i think this was a very reckless kind of uh, management that that was going on at nse for the past uh, 30 years even sebi up to a large extent is responsible for this because they inspect the exchanges they inspect the brokers and they should have known the alarm bells at sebi should have started ringing way before 2012 because in 2012 after 2012 when the national stock exchange uh, index nifty crashed by 900 points in a few minutes there was an investigation by sebi and after those investigations it came to be known that david soy is being employed by nse or is being consulted by nse for uh, its technology needs so i think they should have questioned nse as to how you are allowing a chinese guy because china has a very dubious reputation globally of data about data theft and uh, theft of intellectual property and even uh, industrial espionage viewers uh, we are taking some questions so please feel free to send in your questions to palak and uh, we'll be happy to look at those things and and let's continue on a little bit i want i want to uh, try and wrap this thing up i'm i'm understanding see this part of the stuff that you're telling me is all news to me palak but i can easily draw parallels with what has been happening in the united states we've been doing a series with sasha kong where we have looked at the involvement of china in attracting uh, you know top talent you know bringing in people of uh, high net in uh, high net in individuals and so on and so forth and uh, this is this seems no different however what really really bothers me or bugs me palak uh, is this guy was coming every week every fortnight what is that regularity what exactly could be happening that he needed to be there once every two weeks i mean see what happens is there's a let's say there's a system bottleneck and the bottleneck you examine you examine the bottleneck and you put some change in place and then you wait for the thing to sort itself out but this if he was a specialist you would be able to do it in one trip after that the system just keeps running what was the need for that recurrent visit i but the but the fact is that sri nsc's systems have been so bad even after having such uh, great consultants from china 
and we all know the kind of crash uh, you know that has happened at nsc so many times and suspicions uh, suspicion has always always gone towards its trading systems and as you earlier said you know we should know what kind of uh, chinese equipment is being used at nsc and whether that equipment is bugged in any way because those people who can bug thermal mugs uh, being presented by an embassy to government ministries can go to any limits uh, you know to to hack your systems so i think uh, you know several times we have seen that nsc systems uh, have suffered a major glitch so has that anything to do with hacking attack i think these only investigations can proper investigations can reveal all these aspects and you know indian markets is all about uh, trust of people recently i heard uh, finance minister nirmala sitaraman uh, you know making a statement in the parliament saying that you know uh, we, we we have uh, retail investors who have saved the markets from the selling of uh, foreign institutional investors you know why she is able to make such a statement because people of this country trust the laws and the system and this whole collocation scam data theft entry of uh, a chinese uh, you know in, you can say uh, entry of a chinese guy uh, access to nsc systems all this can shake this trust of people in the system uh, of india's financial markets to so to save this trust what we need to do is we need to have a proper investigation we need to bring the culprits to book we need to find out how this david saw so i kept uh, you know was working with nsc for 30 years what is the kind of access he had what is the kind of agreements that nsc had done with him all these things are very very important and where is he now he should be called for investigation so true i mean if they have wiped out his especially traces, especially when especially when nsc and nsdl both his clients have suffered such massive scams and both uh, both the scams were uh, related to technology so i think if the scams are related to technology then the technology expert who was being consulted he is a chinese who carries a dubious reputation he should be investigated and this angle should not be uh, you know the government should not let go uh, of this angle and they should investigate this because i am telling you as i can see there are much more things that can come out you know uh, people keep saying that uh, uh, you know there isn't much malfeasance in nsc it is difficult to prove blah 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 i'll tell you the ground reality i was driving by bombay you know i'm going on western expressway and some of the tallest buildings i saw new i mean swanky new some of the tallest buildings i saw were all located around the bkc complex is my imagination i mean is it my imagination or what is your thought you've been a mumbaiker for a long time no no i did not get your question what is your what i'm saying is these are buildings that look absolutely high rise like you know hong kong type buildings they look swanky even from outside right high rise buildings and 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 why is it that everybody is so close to bkc i am planting a thought in your mind okay oh. <laughs> if you if you can't get into the server you can trade just from outside <laughs> no no so that was uh, that was a story earlier 
before mm-hmm. the national stock exchange started its co-location trading systems everybody wanted to uh, set up their systems uh, as close to national stock exchange as they could so that uh, they could have that faster access to the nse servers but once nse allowed some brokers to uh, you know bring their systems inside the premises of the exchange itself i mean that was an icing uh, on the cake that brokers were waiting for Uh, so i think uh, i don't know how far uh, you know those buildings have been uh, but i can tell you there are several brokers who have own the build, own buildings uh, nearby to nse and you know they 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 have made an attempt to locate as close to the exchange to gain advantage of speed uh, trading speed and all i'll tell you one more story sri the story is that uh, when nse started this co location after a few months uh, you know there were brokers who started purchasing a lot of uh, rack space so that others could be crowded out yes and yes. you know they could have they could dominate those uh, that rack space and i think that goes on even now there there is no limit on the kind of rack space that brokers can buy so i think this angle is also very interesting because uh, if there are uh, certain international brokers who have bought this rack space and who have crowded out others there were no rules by sebi to uh, you know stop this but i think this is completely unfair uh, means of access to trading systems yes yes i couldn't agree with you more and i think we have a few questions uh, let's uh, before let's that i will tell you before that i will yeah. tell you sri the probe yeah. the probe that is currently on again is going very slow uh, like sebi sat on the probe for many years and the same i think cbi is doing to th- after 2018 i mean they registered an fir in 2018 and it has been uh, nearly 4 years and they have not progressed much except arresting chitra after that sebi order i mean i it was more to show it was more to like uh, you know show to the gallery that we are working but i don't think they are progressing much so i think uh, somewhere trust of people will be shaken uh, you know if such incidents keep on happening yes and i couldn't agree with you more on that i've been always saying that you know these these are all it's a very shallow market india's stock exchange is a very shallow market and when you have a shallow market you can easily amplify your gains and losses and uh, if there's anything else to we want to add palak we can go to questions yeah, now we can take the question sheet Okay, Krishna Gorum wants to know, Mr. Palak, please let me know why the board of NSE should be quest should not be questioned slash action initiated. No, no, I agree they should be questioned, but the fact is those who should be questioning them are not budging or not moving. And uh, as I said, you know, as I just said, the probe is very very slow. Everybody, anyways, has got a long time to plug all the loopholes or. you know wipe out the traces of whatever wrong that they have done so i agree the you know board member should have been questioned and uh, there are various aspects which show that you know uh, board i mean there was there were lapses at the board level as well so sevak wants to know any chance that a particular address in lutians delhi that is always linked so in this case would be the case yeah i think uh, you know such scams 
always uh, lead to you know big people in delhi and uh, without their without whose patronage uh, you know policies don't move and lobbying doesn't happen so in this case also i think uh, the trail could lead somewhere uh, to the lutians delhi next question from madam my book says my book my book says there's a whole lutians cabal uh, involved in it if you re- if anybody has read market mafia they will know how the lutians cabal is involved in it and uh, mandar karnik wants to know china's interest in the nsc is kickbacks for some services rendered perhaps no i did not understand what is he trying to say okay so <laughs> what he's trying to say is that you know china does something to someone and then a way to get the money out is by legally you know allowing people to trade in the stock exchange because is he remember, saying that is he is he saying that china could have given is he uh, implying that china could have given some kickbacks to some people to uh, you know pl- uh, plant uh, people like david choi at nsc could be could be that's what he's asking is it possible yeah yeah i think possible i think possible because uh, you know when when nsc discontinued the services of uh, suzan uh, suzan selvin khan and and others so david soy was the only person whose services they kept and david soy was the only person uh, you know who was not talked much about at nsc despite the fact that uh, he has been one of the longest serving consultants of the exchange and a very high profile consultant so nsc never spoke about him anywhere so he was he was kept below the radar so you know all these things point to a certain ploy uh, especially in the wake of the scam that has happened and data theft scandal that has uh, that we all know now that has happened at nsc so i think this uh, is a very interesting question and it is highly possible that china could have uh, used all the sam dam done bhed to you know plant a person like david soy who could bring them a lot of information from india hmm pranay kumar wants to know is it even wise to invest in the indian stock market yeah yeah of course uh, i would not say that don't invest in the indian stock markets all i can tell you is don't uh, do derivative gambling uh, that is highly uh, loss making and very extremely difficult to make uh, profits uh, in derivatives because the kind of uh, system the systems are rigged actually i can tell you that so investing is fine i think you will still end up making good amount of money but gambling you may lose because the systems are rigged but most people want to do day trading which is also a form of gambling gambling so you are saying don't do it right yeah yeah systems are rigged i can tell you that Maya Jagannathan wants to know now Chitra Vihar is questioning back CBI allegations after a long silence from where she is suddenly getting the gumption to question is she being tutored still by the Paramahansa <laughs> yeah quite possible uh, i think uh, Paramahansa or the yoga guru uh, uh, yogi guru is as close to her uh, as he was when she was the md and ceo and uh, even now when she is in jail uh, i think uh, there are people who are trying to help her out and uh, that's quite natural i mean you know our system i mean helping her out is not an issue but i think investigations can lay back uh, lay lay um, can bring out 
lot of uh, you know things that are still hidden the emails that are still hidden and uh, we all know i mean you know she's trying to argue in sat that i took only advice from the guru and i applied my own mind but anybody uh, who has uh, studied nse in the past uh, 15 years or when chitra was the md and ceo will know that she has not applied her mind anywhere actually but so the driving force you, was something else but how would you justify her appointment as an md ceo she did not have the technical loose for that matter neither, neither did ravi narayan these people are not technocrats they don't have any experience of having worked in stock exchange they don't i mean the, the changes that nec wrought about during 2008 2009 2010 these were rapid changes did they even know the consequences is what i'm wondering so more than 15 years i have uh, covered sebi now so i can tell you that uh, this appointment uh, game that goes on of md and ceo of the stock exchanges and other key employees of the stock exchanges and other uh, market infrastructure companies it's a sham i think uh, you know a lot of these appointments are uh, based on personal whims and dislikes uh, likes and dislikes so i think uh, you know if you see uh, some of the past few appointments that have ha- happened at the board of the exchanges they were not at all uh, savvy with the technology trading technology or the uh, you know sebi laws uh, that they should have been appointed as the md and ceo yet uh, sebi appointed them and i am telling you the bug stops with sebi with regard to the appointment of md and ceos because the board uh, does uh, you know board prepares a list of two or three candidates interviews them and then uh, sends those uh, sends the name of those candidate to sebi and sebi selects one name now i will tell you i know one instance one person who was third on the list was actually selected as the md and ceo so who selected him as the md and ceo uh, i i hear that it was uh, done by a phone call from some official so you know this is the kind of uh, way selections are happening so i think there is a need for reform there also and it should not rest on somebody's likes and dislike but i think there should be strong criteria when you select uh, mds and ceos of stock exchanges and other market infrastructure companies Thank you very much, Palak. It was very enlightening, and uh, I think you and I probably have invested a fair amount of time doing the diligent, you know, uh, digging out of all the facts. And uh, what we have put out today is a very compelling reason for more investigation on part of CBI. I don't know how much of a technical background the CBI sleuths have. You really need to have both technical technology, backend services, stock market, how these derivatives work. It's not easy to, you know, be having people with this kind of a skill set. However, you know, if, if somebody asks me if I know what the answer is, at least I can find out somebody who knows the answer, even if I can't provide the answer. I mean, that's all we can say at this point. Shri, I, I will. Shri, I can tell you one thing. When the Telgi scam broke out, so I was covering it. uh that time so uh the current cbi director uh was a part of the special investigative team that was formed to investigate uh you know telgi scam the story goes that time that sonia gandhi wanted to uh you know pressurize sharad pawar and hence 
she formed uh, you know some she managed to get this sit special investigative team uh, you know in place and they started investigating uh, telgi scam and so on but i will tell you uh, you need a special investigative team to investigate this uh, nsc colocation scam data theft which has not only happened at nsc but even at another exchange uh, you know where the needle has not moved at all so i think a special investigative team involving people from uh, you know some experts who can call for data from it who can call for data from cbi sebi exchanges these kind of people are needed to do a proper investigation and i think they they need to be given certain powers to question people uh, you know whomever they want who are uh, who they feel are related to the scam or who they you know who can help them uh, uncover all the aspects of the scam and i think it is that kind of an agency which can do justice uh, to such a massive scandal which i believe is far more bigger than harshad mehta and ketan parekh scandals uh, i will tell you now uh, i think uh, cbi somewhere uh, was going very slow and the government has realized this and you know hence the enforcement directorate has come into the play and it recently raided uh, three or four brokers in delhi uh you know with regard to who are connected to the colocation scam i have been told some money was recovered also from those brokers uh, not a very big amount but 3 4 crore rupees cash was recovered and all but uh, i think ed was looking more at the hawala angle but i think uh you know, yes she tell me anything no 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 so no, please can finish your thought yeah. i was uh, so, just waiting no, no, so yeah, i think i think i think uh, uh you know those brokers who were involved Uh, in trading at nsc's colocation trading systems also have a presence in international jurisdictions there is a hawala angle there there is a data theft angle there uh, huge lobbying has happened lutians delhi of course is uh, involved uh, elements of lutians delhi of course are involved into this so i think when you have a, a special investigative team uh, they can do justice to this because strings are being pulled by everybody at every level to stall the investigations to misdirect uh, those investigations and i think these games are being played in the background so in summary we had a himalayan yogi we don't know who that is and now looks like there is a chinese yogi also we we'll have to wait and see how this unravels thank you very much palak and we'll thank, you, thank you thank you thank you namaskar thank you thank you